0: Today is the day the Lord has made, so we're going to rejoice and be glad in it. Amen? Amen. Amen. I need energy. Somebody give God a hand clap of praise this morning. It was a very rough week for me this week um, in the streets of Chicago. A young man, uh, some of y'all, many of y'all saw my Facebook, and I spent the entire week with his family. Uh, even talking with them this morning, and and until I do the funeral on next week, but uh, today was definitely a blessing so far—the dancing and everything, and the praise. Give it up for our praise team. Sometimes they're the un—they're the unsung heroes. Amen. Our Sunday school teachers, our children's teachers for the day, Lewis and or oh, someone else on the list, uh, Sherry. Sherry? All right, give the children a hand clap as they go forth. We want to thank Eddie for his contribution this week. Hey, Amen. Hey, All right. Thank you, Eddie. Eddie. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. You're welcome, Eddie. You. <laughs> Amen. What a sweet kid. Eddie likes my wife a lot, I think that he thinks she's Rosa Parks, <laughs> um, but she miss we missed table talk this week because I had a pastors conference that of course I found out about on the day it began and uh, missed table talk and Eddie was quite upset about that and so um, I'm just here to announce that Miss Veronica will be moving in with Eddie and in, in order to make sure that uh, Eddie stays happy and uh, knows that he can ride anywhere on the bus he wants to. If you have your Bibles, we can turn to the 37th chapter of Ezekiel. I chose this particular passage of Scripture for today because it is part of an old Negro spiritual and a well-known topic in gospel sermons over history preached by many. The Valley of the Dry Bones. The hand of the Lord was upon me, verse 37 in Ezekiel, And he brought me out in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the middle of the valley, and it was full of bones. And he led me around them, and behold, there were many on the surface of the valley, and behold, they were very dry. And he said to me, Son of man, can these bones live? And I answered, O Lord, you know. And you shall live, and you shall know that I am Lord. And so I prophesied as I was commanded. And as I prophesied, there was a sound. And behold, a rattling, and the bones came together, bone to its bone. And I looked, and behold, that the sinews on them, and there was no sinews on them, and flesh had come upon them, and skin had covered them. But there was no breath in them. Then he said to me, prophesy to the breath, prophesy, son of man, and say to the breath, thus says the Lord our God, come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe on these slain, that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded me, and the breath came on them, and they lived and stood on their feet, an exceeding great army. And he said to me, son of man, can these dry bones live? And I answered, oh Lord, God you know. Please allow me just a few minutes to preach from the subject of Only God Knows. One of the more known and more legendary passages of scripture, the dry bones in the valley have been used for many topics, for used by many groups to represent the fact that God can do things that we never would think could be done. Resurrection. Many people think about The raising from the dead, such as Christ did with Lazarus and others, but see, Lazarus died again. But the fact of the matter is, resurrection is a little different than raising from the dead, because when you're resurrected, you die no more. When you're resurrected, you live forever with God, when you're resurrected, things are different than just becoming alive temporarily. Amen? amen. I need you all to say amen, unless I need to go get an amen out of Cottage Grove over there. Then, amen. amen. Lunch looks good today, and the more amens I get, the closer we'll be to lunch. Amen. 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 <laughs> <laughs> dry bones in the valley representing the threefold resurrection the resurrection from the death of sin that we have all experienced when we came to know the Lord before we came to know the Lord we were dead in sin amen, amen. but then through the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ we are able to live again We were dead to communication with the Father. We were dead. But through Jesus Christ, we are resurrected. Through the grace of God, we are resurrected. Free from the wrath of sin. Hmm. The second part of the threefold resurrection is the resurrection of the gospel church. God said he's coming for a church without a spot or a wrinkle. Well, the church may have its problems, the church may have its trials, but God will reign triumphant. The church may be lost, and if ever there was a time when the church is lost, this is that time when people are stuck inside the four walls of a church to the point that they believe that the church is the four walls. When people are stuck inside the edifice of the church to the point that they believe that that edifice is the church. But in fact, we are the church, the living church, Breathing organism filled with the Spirit of God, we (coughs) are that resurrection. And the third, the resurrection of the body on that great day. There's a song that I, I remember hearing called When We All Get to Heaven. What a wonderful day it will be when we all see Jesus will sing and shout the victory. This week, perhaps one of the greatest evangelists and preachers of our time, Reverend Billy Graham passed away, and I thought to myself, I'm sad that I'm missing that party, because surely in heaven, There is a celebration for this man who, though not perfect, dedicated his life to preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. And we as believers understand that because we have accepted Jesus Christ as our personal Lord and Savior, because we have confessed with our mouth and we believe in our heart. You have to excuse me today, my... Throat has been acting funny all week. <coughs> Sister Veronica must have given me something. Yeah, right. Don't blame her. Don't blame her. <laughs> well, we're one, so when I blame it on her, I'm blaming it back <laughs> on myself. Amen. Amen. And so we have the resurrection of the body on that great day. Can these dry bones live? And and so I want to break down a little bit of what happened in this valley for just a few minutes. The hand of the Lord was upon me. And he brought me out in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the middle of the valley. I'm going to stop there for a moment. In the middle of the valley, oftentimes... We want God to lead us to the door and then we'll take it from there. How many times do we get a problem or a situation and we say a little prayer in the car, on the bus, or walking or running there, but then we let it go at that, thank you God for this introduction, I'll handle it from here. And we wonder why we can't make it through. When the fact of the matter is, if we prayed as often as we should, without ceasing, then we probably would have little time to say anything else. If we prayed as much as we should, and as often as we should, and we prayed in the places that we should, as long as we should, then... Things would probably go a little smoother for us. But we we tend to like to have God, pray with God and have him lead us up into the valley. But then we go into the valley by ourselves and wonder why we can't make it in the valley. Wonder why the valley is so lonely. Wonder why when we're in the valley, when we're in that low place, Wonder why we just feel so alone, we just feel so depressed, so sorry, because there was someone that you could have took to the valley with you, but you didn't. didn't I saw a movie about a man who was hiking. Some of you all may have heard the story or seen the movie, and the man was hiking And somehow he got his hand caught in a crevasse and he couldn't move. In between two rocks he got his hand caught and he was stuck there. There was nothing he could do. Days went by and he even filmed it. But the fact of the matter is he was stuck. And he hadn't told anybody where he was going. He hadn't told anybody that he was going, but the fact is now here he was. And after much thought and even some prayer, he decided to use his small, dull pocket knife. And not to be graphic, but free himself. And I'm sure he thought many times and and, and thought and prayed, but there was nothing you can do because the past is the past. He thought, I wish I had someone with me. But in this place, God, because Ezekiel was in the spirit, laid him down in the midst of the valley of dry bones and stayed with him there. It says he led him around so that he could see everything that was there. Even in the valley, God led him and walked with him around so that he could see all these bones laying in this valley. eh? As if there had been some battle and the bones were left there, all these bones laying in a valley. But I'll tell you something. It's not on the menu, but I'm gonna put it on your plate anyway. How do we know that there's still a possibility? of these bones living even though there had been massive death and massive destruction and they had been there for a while for he said lo these bones were very dry how do we know that there's still a possibility in our situation when there are lots of problems and lots of difficulties and we don't know how we're going to make it through and there's No way that we can get get through this problem. It's too late. It's too big. It's too wide. There's too much involved. How do we know? It's because even though these bones were in the valley and there were lots of bones and they were very dry, these bones were still not buried. And as long as the bones aren't buried, then there's still an opportunity for them to live again Amen. because these bones are still in sight and so he asked he was asked rather by God and it's funny God being all knowing still asked him the question Ezekiel yes God Can these bones live? Can these bones live? And Ezekiel, I'm sure he was a little intimidated when God asked you a question. I remember sometime my my parent, my mother would ask me a question, and it was one of those questions you don't know how to answer. Like your mother says, Are you stupid? I don't think so. But <laughs> if you say I am mom, then yeah, maybe I am. Because whatever answer you give, you're worried about it because it's going to be the wrong answer probably. And you don't want to make her madder. But God asked Ezekiel this question. And Ezekiel says, I, I don't know, but you know. And the humility that it took to answer the question that way, how often are we in a situation where in actuality God is asking us something? There's a song that says God is trying to tell you something, but maybe God is asking you something to see where your faith is. During this time, the house of Israel was under captivity by Babylon. And they had been split so far apart that they never thought that they could be put back together. There was a little few of them over here and a few of them over there. Somehow Babylon had been a master of divide and conquer. And they never thought their situation could be remedied. There's one of them only God knows situations. How am I going to make it out of this situation? How, how are things going to get better for me? How am I going to fix this brokenness? How am I going to fix this sadness that I have inside God? You know. Sometimes we're simply too busy to answer God's questions. We're simply too busy handling the problem and so we think. We're too busy doing that. We're too busy calculating. We're too busy using our experience. We're too busy using advice. We're too busy asking the question on social media. We're way too busy to answer the question that God is obviously asking us. Can these bones live? God only. And so you have these bones laying there, open and dry, which means that the sun and the elements had affected them. Maybe your problem has been around so long. Maybe your situation has been around around so long that even the wind and the sky and people and neighbors and friends and relatives have caused your situation to just dry out. How am I going to get through this only? God knows. And he said to me, son of man, can these bones live? And I answered, oh Lord God, you know. I need you to preach to these bones. I need you to pray over these bones. I need you to prophesy over these bones. Because the word of the Lord can change your situation. Because the word of the Lord can do things that you never would have thought with your dry bone situation because the word of the Lord being here today and hearing the word of the Lord for how thou shall they hear but from a preacher and so today is your day to realize that in your dry bone situation God still can God will all oh. Can these dry bones live? Only God knows because in some of these dry bones situations only God can fix it. Amen. I'm sure you've been in a situation if you're not, as my mother used to say, keep living. I'm dry, you've been in a situation where When you come through that situation, you shake your head and say, if it had not been for God, even while you're in that situation, if you, you think about it for just a second and realize that none of your phone calls, none of your texts, nothing you can do can get you out of this impossible situation, but the fact is that as long as you're in the valley, one thing about a valley is in a valley everybody can see down in the valley. Amen. And so even though you're in a valley and valleys might be lonely and all you see around valleys are mountains and in order to get out of the valley you're going to have to do some climbing and you're too weak to climb. But the fact is those mountains are covered with the word of God and everybody, anybody who knows anything about mountain climbing is one rock at a time. If you could just grasp one rock at a time and you can place your feet on one rock at a time then you can climb the highest of mountains. You can get out of the valley. And so the word of God, let the word of God be the, be the rock that you can put your foot on and climb to the next level. Let the word of God and prophecy and prayer and prayer be the thing that you grasp on, grasp on the word of God, rock by rock, moment by moment, and you too can get out of your valley dry bones. feeling See, God goes on to say, if you prophesy, If you pray, if you preach, if you share the word of God, just that one thing, he says, if you prophesy, 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 and then there was a sound. And then after there was a sound, there was a trembling. Something had to get shook up. We don't like sounds, random sounds. We don't like for God to shake up our situation. But the fact of the matter is, in order to get healed, in order to get rid of that dry bone situation, in order to get out of that valley, it's going to take some noise. It's going to take some shaking. It's going to take some stirring up. Prophesied, commanded, prophesied but then there was rattling, then there was sound, and then there was movement as the bones came together. Noise, rattling, movement. We don't want the noise to be too loud. We don't wanna be shook up, and we don't wanna have to move. Is there some way, God, you can just kinda like Star Trek, zap me out of the valley? Well, the fact of the matter is, in order to get out of the valley, you're going to have to do some climbing. You're going to have to do some movement. That's not going to be a zap automatically, uh, Scotty. Beam me up. You're going to have to move. And so, as we look at the verbiage in here, we see the sound, the rattling. And then the bones began to move. And all he could do after that was look and watched as God worked. And so you, in the midst of your situation, watch God work. Use the word of God on that situation Use the word of God. Let it shower down over your dry bone situation. Let it shower down the word of God, the promises of God, the love of God, the comfort of the Holy Spirit, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Let it shower down over your dry bone situation. So I prophesied. And even though he had prophesied, and the bones began to come together, and that situation started to move together, and all of a sudden, as they say in the song, what do they say, Tommy, the, the leg bone connected with the ankle bone, the ankle bone connected with the foot bone, the foot bone connected with the toe bone, now hear the word of the Lord. And so as all these bones started to connect with each other and all that Ezekiel could do was look and watch the Lord work but still something about this wasn't finished. For even though we had now a skeleton army, even now skin had come upon these bones and the sinews had been filled The fact of the matter is this situation still wasn't moving. What we had now was a church building, but no life. Right now, your problem is technically solved. But the fact of the matter is your life is not changed. Oh yeah, we can cause them to put down the guns in Chicago. Oh, yeah, we can lower the homicide rate. We can lower the shooting rate. But the fact of the matter is, it's not a gun problem. It's not a violence problem. It's a heart problem. And until we fix the heart of people, until people come to realize that God is their Savior, and to God I live, and for God I'll die, until we get to the point when the people of God Tell somebody about somebody who could save anybody. Until we get to that, all we have is bodies. But God didn't stop there. He said, Prophesy to the breath. Oh, prophesy, son of man, and say to the winds, say to the breath, Thus says the Lord of God come from the winds, Oh, breathe and breathe on these slain that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded me and the breath came into them and they lived and they stood on their feet an exceedingly great army. And so as I close, I just want to say that Once we have the word of God, then God will move, shake, rattle, and roll, and then things might start to move in your situation. Things might start to shake up in your situation, but don't stop there, for God wants to breathe life into your situation. God wants to touch your situation, touch your heart. You're supposed to have life. And life more abundantly. And so I'm asking you today when you get in your dry bone situation. When you get in your valley situation. And God asks you can this situation live? Can this situation get better? Your answer to God is only you know Lord. And the reason only you know Lord is because only you can fix it. And as the praise team comes forward, I want you to know today that there may be dry bones in your life. There may be valley moments in your life when all you see around you is mountains, when all you see around you is trouble, when all you see around you is pain, when all you see around you is hurt, when all you see around you is brokenness, all you see around you is depression. Well, God can. God will enter that dry bone situation. Can these dry bones live? Oh, yes, they can. Can you live? You can live exceedingly, abundantly, or more than you could ever ask or think according to his son, Jesus Christ our Savior, and the grace that he has given you. And so today, Living Hope, I just came by to tell you, can these dry bones live? Yes, they can. Yes, they can. Yes, they will. Yes, they will. In Jesus' name. God bless you.